Hello and welcome to episode 140 of the Dan York Report. With a number one like 140, I feel compelled that I should say something about Twitter and its 140 character limit, but no, instead I want to do a little bit of a final travelogue about my long, long, long journey back from Singapore today. I got on the plane at 5.45 in the morning, although I guess I should actually track it back. I left at 3.30 in the morning from my hotel, which is about 31 hours from when I'm recording this right now. And uh, got to the airport, very, very super easy to get through the airport. It was very efficient, very, very empty of people. And uh, went out there, got on the plane from Singapore to Hong Kong and flew there. That was about a four-hour trip. Landed in Hong Kong and had the fascinating little bit where you get off the plane to go through a series of steps and then get right back on the plane to go. Uh, to, it was the same plane that was taking us to Chicago. But you had to go through a series of stages. You had to walk down some very long hallways and more hallways to get down to where there was the immigration part. But if you like, I was just a transfer, so we didn't have to do immigration. Just walked down a little bit further, went through a doorway, went through security. And so it was at the Hong Kong airport, their security to go through that and then uh, go up a, up an escalator level to the departure level where you could then walk all the way back down to the gate that you just left. Now, you know, there's some practical reasons. They need to clean the whole plane, reload it with supplies, do all that kind of things. There's also, you know, I guess on some level, there's a checkbox that was checked that said that we went through a security check there in Hong Kong, which we had another one because we're going to the U.S. Of course, we have to have the U.S. additional heightened security check that happens at the end of every or every U.S. flight. And in this case, it was down at the end of the ramp. Um, that where you were getting on the plane, they had a pe- some people there doing yet again another check and also taking away your liquids and everything else uh, just because we were on a flight that was going to the U.S. Well, the stewardess, when I was talking to her about this on the flight, I said, well, why did you go through all this? She's, she was joking and saying, well, you know, it's a good way to give you guys some exercise before you get back on the flight for such a long, long time, which was true. It was good. The flight from, from Hong Kong to Chicago was indeed about 14 and a half hours. It was a long flight. I had that momentary traveler's nightmare when I got on and, and uh, there were a number of families with young children, very young children, as in you know newborn or not, not quite newborn, but you know within the first year of birth type of thing that were there. And there were about five or six of them, and, and one of them started screaming, and I just was like, uh-oh, this is going to be a very long flight. But I will give credit. The kids were not – the kids were fine. They did not make a big uh, fuss. There's one that maybe had a little bit of a meltdown in the middle of things, but over, otherwise, the kids were great. It was excellent. I landed in Chicago, had about a four-hour layover there, um, got some work done, posted some blog posts, answered a bunch of email, did that kind of stuff. And then had a, <clears throat> about a two-hour flight back to Boston. And then a, I'm at the nearing the end of a two-hour drive back from Boston up to here. Of course, my body is so messed up that this is 10.30 in the morning, according to my body, because that's what it would be in Singapore. But it's, of course, 10.30 at night. So I'm wide awake, fully alert, fully talkative. Didn't even need any caffeine to, to do the uh, drive back up from Boston. It's a, it's a gesture of how long it is to get from Singapore that my manager, Chris Grundeman, he left, um, well, he's, I guess, right now in the middle of the flight f- to Chicago. He left 24 hours later than me. So he was leaving at 5.45 a.m. On, on Friday, which was, in fact, 5.45 p.m. 
Thursday back here in New Hampshire where I'm at. And so he's also en route and he will be getting back to Chicago on the flight that lands there at one something tomorrow. Just amazing. It's amazing on one level that we can make these kind of trips and that we can go all the way literally around the world to go and do that. Um, just pretty amazing that we can do all this kind of stuff. Singapore itself was beautiful. The little bit I got to see, you know, I went for a run yesterday morning as I said in the last show, we had a social event at one of their big museums and, um, the flowers looked amazing, all that, what I could see in the kind of darkness. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty neat city. I'd love to go there when I have more than just three days on the ground to really explore a little bit more and, and look around. It seems to be quite amazing. My one disappointment of the trip was I was unable to connect with Michael Netsley, who's a correspondent like me to the Four Immediate Release podcast that Shell Holtz and Neville Hobson do. Michael's schedule and mine just did not align, even though I guess we were only a couple blocks apart. But the time that I had available, he had client meetings. And when he had time, I was in my meetings. So we didn't actually meet, even though we were for the first time there. Michael is, lives in Singapore, is based there. Otherwise, it's a great trip, some amazing people, um, you know, and some neat opportunities. It's kind of cool. One of the cool things is I go to these places and I meet people from all around the world, you know, and I wound up spending some time talking to somebody from Yemen about DNS security and things. How many opportunities does a guy like me in New Hampshire, USA, necessarily get to wind up just standing around talking to somebody from Yemen? You know, I mean, it's just kind of neat to meet these people from all over the world who are, you know, equally passionate, excited, trying to do the right things, trying to do good stuff for the Internet and trying to make, uh, you know, make the Internet blossom as a communication medium in their area, as well as just to make it all work better, faster, more secure and everything else. So it's been a great trip. I'm going to finish my last little bit of driving here and say thank you for listening. Comments are welcome at soundcloud.com slash Dan York or any social media where, where this is posted. You can find more of my writing and audio coming at you at danyork.me. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.